we're live back in the time for another podcast studio. Pissed in the bitch's ocular cavities. Gross. Do you think think it would pool up? Like, I think it would, or would it drain out? I think it would find its way into all the different crevices. No, I mean, when you say ocular cavity, are we assuming the eye is still in the ocular cavity, or did your dick poke it out? Uh, my dick poked it out. I probably was scooped out with my eyes. I mean, you hold on, you scooped it out with your eyes? Sorry, with my fingers. Oh, okay. You you were following it too. I was like, well, how do you fucking? You just put your beautiful eyelashes down there, just. (laughs) I use I use the laser vision. I don't think that's a thing. No. I mean, if I could poke someone's eye out with my dick, I'd probably turn that into some kind of like a, a circus thing or something, like a sideshow attraction. You probably could. There's probably somebody who has that weird fetish where they want to lose an eye to a penis. Hold on. On that note. Uh, on that note. To my left, I've got Big J in the studio. We are missing fucking retard Brent. And we've got Big Dan over there and Big yep. Ran over there. Well, I'll be well, honest with you. Freaking Brent. Ah. I'm kind of retarded. He is. He's definitely... He's turning the frogs gay. That's all I'm saying. Turn the freaking frogs gay. Turning the dogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a S- seriously, I think one of his dogs does hump the other one all the time. They're pretty gay dogs. Yeah. Uh, so, I just so happened to catch a, an article and the old... Uh, you guys might know this. Facebook? Yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. Like. yeah. And it was an interview with a nymphomaniac. Oh, well, so I I thought, well, fuck, this looks like it's somewhat intriguing. I think I'll give her a watch. So tell us. And I mean, she was not attractive, per se. Um, Does she have rat teeth? (laughs) Yeah, kind (laughs) of. She's sitting there chiefing cigarettes and um, kind of wearing this low cut revealing dress. And she had some huge fucking knockers on her. And you could tell they were you could tell they were real, not uh fake balloons anyway and, and her knees just looked fucking ravaged like calloused she had e- knee calluses yeah <laughs> yeah and she's it's chief in her cigarette you know she got kind of a big five head going on and her five head looks like it's taken a few shots to the dome Ooh. Uh, and i feel bad like i'm not trying to, to be mean about it but i am because she's i mean she's going through and telling like all of her sexual abuse stories about when she was a kid and all that stuff and that's probably what kind of led to her situation. But she's talking like having sex sometimes 10, 12, 13 times a week. Different people like she flew in. Yeah. She flew oh, into Lord. she flew into wherever they I think LA or some shit. And literally like she didn't have a hotel. She found some guy on the internet to just shack up with so she could stay fucked. You know. Ugh. And she's going off like she's some weird website. I can't. Like, it sounded like she said vetfish dot com or something, but <laughs> or wetfish or I don't know. The old wetfish dot com. Um, <laughs> yeah. That that Let's, makes sense. <clears throat> so, but she was saying like she, you know, people would message her all the time for like weird. Like one guy wanted her to be his slave and stay locked up in his basement, get pregnant. Sign over the rights to the child, still stay in the basement as his slave, and live in the basement as the slave while him and his wife upstairs raised the kid as their own. Come on, man. That's wrong. Uh, I think that's actually how Joe Biden was made. But I was, I was lying. There was no uh, basement. <laughs> or a wife. Then some, some guy offered her $2.5 million to drill holes in her tits 
and then mutually, brutally brand her tits. Like, basically, it was just tit, whatever they call that, brutality. I'll be real honest. The kind of guy that wants you to do that probably doesn't have $2.5 million. So, you know, she's, like, thinking, well, God, that would change my kid's life, blah, blah, blah. But she, you know, she ultimately ended up saying no. And then the guy comes back and offers her more money to do it. Did she do it? No. Oh, God. But, you know, it's just like, so she said no to that. What did she say yes to? Pretty much anything else. Yeah, she said that, because he asked her, you know, how many guys have you been with in one day? And she goes, seven that I can remember. (laughs) That was uh, just one horn blowing one time in her massive (laughs) vagina. She said, uh... But, you know, six of them was at one time, and then there was a guy before them. Well, because that'd be weird the other way. Yeah, so it was a a one-timer and then a six-way (laughs) gangbang. Like, what the fuck? It was quite interesting, to say the least. It was just, Katie walks in, she goes, what the fuck are you watching? Was it Soft White Underbelly? Yes. Dude, Soft White Underbelly is amazing. I've never seen it before. No. Soft White Underbelly is this guy that pretty much just hangs out down on Skid Row and talks to people. Like, doesn't, I don't, people get mad and say these, oh, you're exploiting these poor people. No. Like, it'd be exploiting if he was trying to elicit these for Wait, views. Wait, he, he does random interviews with, like, homeless people yeah. and stuff? Yeah. I think I saw one you, with an actor in Hollywood You've probably bumped into him just, just randomly, and his, his interviews are really good. There was this one where it was this adorable black girl, like, super freaking cute. And she was like 16 and homeless and had just started prostituting herself. And it goes over the course of like six or nine months. And she turns into a just cracked out mess. And it's horrible. Like she was kind of curvy and cute. And, and in the end, she's just this like gaunt, tattooed, like fucked up mess of a human. And she knows that it's because of all of her choices that led her right to this point. And it's just it's it, his interviews are really interesting. The people he talks to are interesting. He definitely puts himself into some precarious. Oh yeah, places. He talks to some sketchy motherfuckers he and just, to some sketchy, sketchy people. But yeah, it's that's uh, what he does. He's the one. He's the one that made the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Oh, is he? I think. Okay, I didn't. Well, I that was a, that was him. a Dick House film. Well, it doesn't matter who made it or produced it. Right. But I think it was him. Okay. Either that or he's the one that talked with that, like, super inbred family where the one dude just barks. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a weird family. I can't remember, oh, I can't yeah, remember which that one it deal. is. But you've seen that, like, uh, the yeah. just little decrepit old cousin, woman who's cousin like, Danny. Yeah, yeah. I had cousin sex Danny. with my brother and my dad, and I had all these babies. And the one's just going, ruff, 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 in the corner. And it looks like it's fake, but you know it's not, <laughs> which makes it horrific. Good times. It's kind of like the Boone County mating call. <laughs> Have you ever seen this show, Dan? No. So the the wild the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia follows a family known as the Whites from this backwoods county in West Virginia. I live in a holler, and they interview everybody from district attorneys, lawyers, um, police officers, like people that live in the the community. And people are just like, yeah, I mean, you, you just don't go there. Like, you, the, the, they don't even fuck with them. Like, in one instance, the girl's getting out of prison. She's pregnant. 
then later on in the show, she's in the delivery room or the hospital. She's had her baby. <clears throat> you know, obviously they're bringing her pain pills for her pain. Well, she's sitting there with like her cousin, and they're crushing the pain pills and snorting them right there nice. in the hospital. And Very she's like, nice. "I just don't know why they took my baby. I'm gonna get my baby back, though. I tell you." Uh. And it's, I mean, they're just, and it's all like, comes back to this this lady that has raised this family because her husband D Ray White, I can't remember if he ended up in jail and died or or something, but he's out of the picture. But he was a tap dancing fool. Well, so if you're gonna be a fool, you might as well be a tap dancing one. It's uh, you know, they they pick up a, a bottle of like oxy and they shake it. Yeah. And that was the Boone County mating call. (laughs) (laughs) That's what, yeah, Boone County. I would highly recommend you give it a watch. Because it will, you're just like, holy fuck. Like, I always thought my family was kind of backwoods and redneck and white trash. They made me feel like fucking some really wealthy people. (laughs) That's all I gotta say. Well... One chick, she was in prison for murder, all sorts of stuff. Just weird. But and I can't remember what the one you're talking about. I can't remember what that one was called. I can't remember what they are either. But they were more they were more messed up than the whites. Yeah, they were. Fuck, they were a mess. And they were like, weren't they in like Arkansas or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's. But anyway, soft white underbelly. They they follow some some dark shit. And they are on the Facebook. Give them a checkout. Give them a follow. Give them a subscribe. When they ask where you heard about them, tell them it was at Time for Another. And then send us an email at Time for Another Podcast at gmail.com. I'll, I'll, I'll abstain. I just, I just stick with my anime and my K dramas. I don't know what a K. What the fuck is a K drama? <laughs> Korean dramas and rom coms. I have, I have declining mental health, so I like to keep it light and fluffy. <laughs> Good! <laughs> I'm, actually, uh, I'm planning on learning Korean. I, uh, I gotta say, so I've been watching The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, I have half of the last episode to watch. Whew, you know what I've been watching? Intense. Little People, Big World. Now, oh, boy. I know it's stupid to make fun of and watch and talk to you about a reality show about yeah, dwarves that came out a dozen years ago. But, but by God, Matt Roloff is a piece of shit. He really that little is. wiggly wonky fucker is such an asshole. He I, is. He's, I've never wanted to like run up and drop kick a midget my entire life. He's not a very nice. He's not a nice person. Shit. He's not a nice person. I I never watched that show, but my mother did. So over the course of whatever years I have gotten little 30 second doses of that guy. Yeah. And every time I saw him, I always just imagined a kicker punting a football. Like he's just, he's an insufferable prick. I just imagine, cause he's got kids that are normal size. He's got four kids. Three of the four are just average regular kids. Yeah. And one is a dwarf. Also he's got a chondroplasia. Right. And like, it's been cool watching the kids grow up because the, the, the two oldest boys are twins, and one of them is one of the dwarves. Right. And the one dwarf kid, his name's Zach, like, eh. he was kind of withdrawn and, and, and quiet, and you kind of see him coming out of his shell a little bit, and, like, he really does amazing when he's around other little kids that are dwarves. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of lifts them up and, like, encourages them. It's been real fun to watch that. Well, I mean, it'd be hard for him to lift a normal. Yeah, good point. <laughs> 
well, like he's he's turned out to be a, a pretty damn cool little dude. But their dad, like, you'll sit there and listen to the wife Amy be like, "Hey, please don't buy anything. We don't have any money." And he, he, honest to God, <laughs> bought a tracked Bobcat skid steer, a tractor just like yours, and one of the you've seen their little like UTV that has the bucket on the front. Yeah, and he bought that too. <laughs> well, for you the know, farm, like, what the fuck? In in his defense, I mean, if you had to live. At fart level, your whole life, <laughs> you'd be pissed I mean, off. I mean, you know, you know, though, when you roll with when when nine out of ten people around you, though, are are, are you know, imagine the hell that was walking through the locker room for him. Well, he kept trying to play it off like <laughs> oh, he was gee. super cool, and I'm like, you're not super cool. You grew up in the seventies, a As dwarf. A like you, I can tell you, you were never called a dwarf. I, I 1,000% can guarantee that. I know what they called you. They called you the M-word because for some reason they're trying to play that off like the M-word and the N-word are the same thing. You know how I know they're not? I can say midget right here and nobody's going to freak out. I say the N-word and someone will send us an email next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know. <laughs> That's why we keep this place a secret. Exactly. We don't want pitchforks and torches outside. Yeah, if, if someone calls saying that they're mad that we said midget, we'll just say they have a short temper. <laughs> oh, brother, I was listening to the guys' podcast all the time, and they were saying the midget word, and I don't appreciate that. Like, hey, bud, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. Why don't you crawl up on a chair and look me in the eye and tell me how you really feel about well, that, this situation. So that's with Matt Roloff. Like, I just imagine if I was his older kid that was normal size. Just punting my dad across the field and being like, clean it up yourself. That, that's the one part that is difficult for me to watch it. Like, as a kid that grew up in a, on a farm, they grew up on a farm, they just basically tell their dad to fuck off. Yeah. Like, I'm not helping you. They're like, well, what are you going to do, Matt? Hit him with your cane? All they have to do is run up the stairs and you can't catch him. <laughs> like, good luck, bud. I mean, stop paying their cell phone bill. But that's the thing. Like, they just kiss these kids' asses like they're made out of gold. Like, dude, you want them to help on, on the pumpkin farm, but you don't make them help any time of the year except for pumpkin harvest time. Like, fuck off. You're an idiot. So, you raise these spoiled assholes. Deal with it. I, I've never met your dad, but I, I certainly know you, and I cannot imagine from what anything I've seen that you would have ever told your dad, fuck off, I'm not doing this. Oh, dear God, I wouldn't tell him that today. <laughs> well, my, my yeah. My dad always told me, like... I know where to bury bodies. Well, he looked at me one time when I was, uh, you know, probably 15, 16 years old, and I was this big, and I was fit and strong. I was a monster. And he looked at me, and he told me, you have to sleep sometime. <laughs> and he wasn't fucking around. <laughs> like... And with my dad, there's no such thing as a fair fight. Like, he would have waited until I fell asleep, and he would have came in with a baseball bat and just wailed on me. Like, he was going to win. The end. And, I don't know. With me, he had to do that because I, I would have been the asshole that just knocked him out. Like, I would have gotten, I would have wound up arrested. I would have been a piece of shit with no regrets tattooed across my fucking chest. <laughs> no regrets. Looking like an idiot. Do you know how sad it is that I wish I could say I had a father that threatened to beat me to death when I was asleep when I was 15? He didn't make it till I was five before he was putting guns against my head. Oh. Took it deep there, bud. It's okay. He ended up shooting himself instead, people. I don't. I don't think I have a button for that. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be this one? I'll be honest with you. I mean, 
kind of fits. I'm kind of retarded. Yeah, he well he has a, he has a, a plate in his head, and he probably eats tapioca pudding. I'm hey, sure. hey, there's hey. nothing wrong with tapioca. Tapioca's pudding. the shit. No, but I'm saying that's what they serve in the home where he lives now. Probably. We should all go visit him one day. <laughs> Just show up as a podcast group. No, no hey, we we're... should walk in and be like, "Hey, I'm Randy," and then I'll walk out. And be like, I'll be right back. And then Zach can walk in and be like, hey, Dad, Randy, been a long time. How you been? And Zach walks out. Then you walk in there and you'd be like, hey, I'm Bill. I don't even know who you are. And then leave. Then Dan can walk and be like, hey, how you doing? I'm Randy. And he'll just be like, what the fuck is happening? How many years have passed? <laughs> Could be fun. Nah, I'm good. You don't want to mock the disabled? No, I just, I just. I was gonna say he does it every day of my life. <laughs> if if he could even understand, because my recollection of him afterwards is like he was like he would get angry afterwards, but I don't remember him ever being like cognizant of what was going on after that. No, he's just like a. I think he's. I think he's pretty much his lizard brain. Yeah. yeah, neurological damage. Yeah. yeah, you can't put things through your melon and expect it to be okay. Yeah, that's science. <laughs> That science I can exit, believe in. It's an exit only, it turns out. Yeah. You can't put stuff in your brain. <clears throat> oh, boy. Um, Although it's crazy, the people that have, like, what has happened to people where, like, they've taken, like, a piece of, like, rebar through their head. Oh, and yeah. they just been like, oh, just, I'll just wait. You guys go ahead and remove it whenever. Uh, well, like, there's, have you seen the one guy that got, like, a Bowie knife stuck in his head? Dude, there was some guys in the Civil War that, like, took shots to the head that were just fine yeah just patch her up eh, i'm okay i guess yeah well shoot a few years ago though there was a guy in twin falls that was working on a dairy and they were moving hay bales and one of the spikes that they used to lift the bales up broke off and harpooned him through the back and pinned him on the ground and missed everything like just missed everything yeah he had uh Shoot, probably two or three inch giant metal spike. Stab him through the back and pin him to the ground, and it missed everything. Well, hope he played the lottery. He should have. God, God either had the best or the worst aim that day. <laughs> That's if you assume God is real. Oh, she is. Well, yes. By by that logic, I was assuming in that in that joke that I made. That God was real. You know what I never understood anything, or never understood, was people that would be like, there's no God, hail Satan. Now, time out. If there's no God. If there's no God, and you're hailing Satan, therefore making Satan your God, wouldn't that make Satan God? God? Well, there's different forms of Satanism. Animal Satanism doesn't require actual Satan. Animal Satanism just looks at Satan as like almost like a talisman, as in like the id of humanity. But still, that would make it a god. Well, but it's just basically it's saying that your the own, idea would your become own, the god. Your own desires are the god that you listen to. Do as thou wilt. <laughs> Unlike Levian Satanism, where you call people gay for liking uh, anime. Well, no, no, Korean no. dramas. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> Korean pork hammer. I, I could show you stuff that would make you cry like a little baby. No, Anton Levay once met with a, a reporter or someone. And he like brought him in, and they were having they had like steak, and then they had salad, I think it was, and, uh, and then he revealed it was human. Da-da-da. Anton Levey had it was either I think ranch or like Thousand Island dressing on his salad, and the reporter wanted I think it was Italian 
dressing or something else, vinaigrette. I think it was vinaigrette. And Anton LaVey went on this spiel about men who like sour things like vinaigrette <laughs> and such are secretly homosexual. <laughs> I love sour candy. I, love, I, I, I love disagree pickles. with that, sir. I love pickles. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Anton LaVey. He's, he was notorious for speaking out of his ass, yeah. He was the kid that he got like dunked one too many times into the toilet at school and got permanent brain damage. <laughs> now I'll show you. I'll make my own religion. Whoa. Yeah. Go hang out with Joseph Smith. Well, I thought we were going to talk about the guy that made Scientology. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Hey, he wrote one of the greatest book series of all time. And a whole lot of garbage. <laughs> I, I read Battlefield Earth while I, I got the audiobook of it. It's like 58 hours. It's a great series. Dude, I, don't I, know, I don't watched know how... the movie. And wanted to murder myself. And here's the thing. It is the worst cinematic curd ever. Like, Battlefield Earth, like, you remember how good Braveheart was, right? Yeah. Imagine Braveheart if it had aliens. And that is actually what Battlefield Earth is. Oh, but the movie is... Yeah. Well, because... Pain. Well, think about it. It's a, what, hour and a half, two-hour movie? Yeah. And the the book is literally, like, 50 hours. It's, like, a couple of different books... And they sold it all as one package, yeah. and it's fucking awesome. Like at one point, he gets like what's left of like the Scottish, uh, the Scottish to like come and join him, and it, it they end up going into space, and it involves like the economy of like this global or this uh, like galaxy wide federation. And for the movie, they just boiled it, it down like to Star like mining. Well, it actually it would have predated Star. Well, no, I think it was actually written in the eighties, maybe so. It would have come after Star Trek, but it, it doesn't have the kind of <clears throat> Star Trek was written about a post scarcity civilization on Earth, so it mimics a lot of stuff about uh, like socialism and communism. But it's because they're they've just been through like a horrible global civil war that lasted for almost a century. So the Federation of Planets in Star Trek, everyone's getting back on their feet. Uh, so people like to try and claim that Star Trek is actually, you know, pro-socialism, when actually Star Trek was supposed to be a Western in space. You know what? I ended up watching a while back that I was seriously surprised I enjoyed so much. Two guys sucking each other's dicks. That and... <laughs> that was Battle, Battlestar Galactica. Wait, the... The new one. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. It is phenomenal. Yeah. Edward like, James is, almost, so say we hey, all. Hey, 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 put is, your ween back in your shorts, bud. Calm down. Well, it's one of those things that Katie is... Katie off. Well, like most things Randy likes, it's easy to make fun of, but... I fucking love you. It's wonderful. Like, it's it's a really good show. A... But the only thing with Battlestar Galactica <laughs> is it was written by a Mormon guy, so there's a whole bunch of tie-ins to the Mormons and... Kolob and the planets and all the bullshit that they believe in with their weird cult-like following. But put it this way, the last two seasons, it literally just goes from, ah, we've got, like, robots that are kind of human and there's a war, and then the last two seasons is like, God is real. God loves you. God's a Cylon. <laughs> and if you have questions, give us a call at the Church of Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus. going back to L. Ron Hubbard, he, he had that book, Dianetics, and I always thought it would be a great practical joke because they always had a card in the middle of it where you could sign up for information about <laughs> Scientology. And But I, I realized I never hated anybody that badly. Uh, just so, so you I know, you can it. do that on I their can, website now. I can think of one person that would be really fun to sign up for a whole bunch of stuff. I can 
I, actually, and, and I think I think we're on the same wavelength here because he knows everything, and it would be great for him to have a little more knowledge. <laughs> if only I had the address. I love <laughs> Christmas I rem- cards. This I remember watching the commercial for Dianetics back in the eighties uh-huh. at my grandparents' house, and it was the one of the volcano. I, I never saw any of them. Yeah, Di- Dianetics had uh, a commercial where it showed a volcano, and I never understood that as a kid. And now, years later, after doing research, I understand that the volcano it's was a dumpster fire. Well, the volcano—that's where they tossed all the souls. That's where they tossed all the alien bodies, and the souls escaped, and that's where they became thetans and caused me to have, you know, penile problems. Dude, the funny thing with Scientology, <laughs> like, at least with Mormonism, it's kind of tied in with the, with the bible and, and it kind of mormonism is like a groupie but it it kind of has it kind of has a little bit of you know if you're a a, a daft ass hat you can buy into something like that <laughs> not just an ass scientology scientology is one of those things where you're like yeah that's not real okay but scientology is actually because they start off with doing the the clearing uh and all that stuff where it's uh what is it no, you, you know you shouldn't do drugs, and they have like a bunch of stuff involved before you get to the religious part of it, where yeah. it's just like self help. Yeah, which and, is and actually, you, but that's you, oh, you that's tell them all of your though. you tell them all of your secrets, yeah. and if you're a celebrity, it starts to kind of play into your career. Oh yeah, where you get kind of like where Leah Remini's talked about, where like she got to a certain point where she was really in it, and then the veil was lifted. She found out what it was about, and it's like, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> But that's that's typical cult behavior. Mm-hmm. Get you so deep where you can't go, well, I've just wasted years and thousands of dollars of my life. I can't just go, yeah, those people are crazy. And it perfectly, and mirrors, it perfectly mirrors a story that I saw today where a guy married a girl. She claimed to be religious, so she didn't want to have premarital sex. Then after they got married, she broke down in tears and informed him that she was, in fact, a hermaphrodite. So she is one of the people who ha- actually does have both sets of genitalia. And she had a chance to previously get the surgery to remove the male genitalia because she mostly displays female. She just happens to have a that. penis? Yes. Just ha- happens to have a nub. Yeah. Uh, well, she, uh, the hermaphrodites don't necessarily have just a nub. Sometimes it's fully formed. Uh, enough to make me look like a wee little boy. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. And she, literally, she, because she is a female, uh, decided not to get the surgery and then got married under the pretense that she didn't want to have sex because she wanted to remain a virgin. And then after she had married him, then broke down and told him that she, in fact, was born with, you know, basically a malformity, which happened to be a penis. So did he stay with her? The story, the story ends with him saying, I don't think I can do this. It was like a Reddit like admission something. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm going through. And it's, I mean, I, I honestly feel bad for someone who was born with that deformity, but that's fucked. And that's what I think Scientology is. Scientology starts off like a hot chick who wants to suck your dick, cook you really good meals... And then once you get married, she whips out a cock. Oh, yeah. You've already well, gotten some sweet blowjobs and some eaten some damn good steaks. That was the deal, though, with, uh, oh, what is it, Children of God? That crazy-ass cult? 
where they did a lot of what they called flirty fishing. And uh, they'd send these hot babes out to bang you to get you into the cult. And once you're in, good luck. It just goes drastically wrong. Well, there's also, I'm sure they probably had some guys that were trying to back out and they maybe had the girls threaten them saying they would, you know, accuse them of rape or who knows what else. Cults are fun. That's why I'm holding on to my uh, my thick, juicy ropes for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, so when you say hair. holding on to him, he's just in his hand, loose. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of picture him at home with a jar. He's he's got a big, yeah, in a jar, jar by the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I don't mean storing. <laughs> I mean like saving, like keeping it's, them in the old cylinder. It's funnier though, thinking you just got a mayonnaise jar full of your mayonnaise. <laughs> It's called Miracle Whip at that point. <laughs> no. It's a Miracle Whip for you, Jesus. Wait, no, with all the with all the hot stuff I eat, it comes out like hot mustard. Oh, oh God. You gross. need to get checked. <laughs> I think that's called fucking uh, sexually transmitted disease minus I the sex. I think you've got, like, gonorrhea by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? You're the guy that picked it up off the toilet seat. Can STDs form in a vacuum? I, I mean, some of the porta-potties I've been in, it would make sense. Although I, I, I'm pretty diligent. I, I wipe that shit down, and then I cover it with two layers of toilet paper. So let's let's throw this in here, because part of our topic tonight is just what if, right? Like, what if this happened, and what if that happened? So what do we feel like the outcome of Randy would have been? What if he had, like, I don't know, been a whore in high school? It would be like the reverse Stop of... Stop it. It would be like the reverse of Nicolas Cage in Family Man. Like, you know how he goes from being, like, a wealthy dude living in a penthouse to, like, selling tires? I would go from being a guy putting together, like, furnaces and stuff, and I'd be, like, a lawyer or something. Wall Street broker. Either that or I'd be on, like, my fourth marriage and my sixth kid. Or you'd be just a regular everyday chump like the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, loser. Jared, Jared was obviously a whore in high school, and he's turned out okay. Yeah, look at me. I'm a winner. Well, hopefully, I, hopefully, I become a big time author, and then women will want to fuck me for my money. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pushed that sooner. It would have been timed a lot better, but it, it didn't. No, um, no, I think that was pretty well placed. Think, yeah, that was, yeah, a, nice, that was, that was <laughs> a nice little delayed too. <laughs> just, just the the silence, and then. Really let it sink in. Huh, okay. Or stink in. So we're going to play a little game. It's called What If. So we're going to do this as Jared reads through some of our news articles. Oh, I'm not sure how I am. I am not a good person to play What Ifs with. But. No, that's fine. We turn this down a little bit. That's way better so now. So that you don't lose your uh, ear drums. <laughs> Right off the bat, we're going to do a little thing, a little story, a little something-something coming out of Berlin, Germany. And, as we all know, Hold Berlin... Hold they put the wall back up? Berlin, the center of open-mindedness. <laughs> that was not... That's... that's. You are fake news. <laughs> Berlin has made it legal for anyone who wants to go topless to go topless. All right. I'm I'm with this. I mean, because at this Guess point, what? in reality, I'm learning how to walk doing handstands. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start speaking German just so I can hang out at the pools and be like, 
Unsie nice breasts. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how to say it, but I'm going to try. Fick dick Oshlock. You know, the thing that's going to be great, though, is when all the boys get in trouble for walking around with tents pitched. Be like, how dare you sexualize me? I'm sorry, your mams are hanging out. And they're massive. What am I supposed to do? Those are some nice mams. Here, here's the thing, though. I th- and I, I, I think this is pretty much... I don't know. A, a, what would you call it? A complete truth. I think most of the women that are going to use this aren't the You're ones You're not going to want to see them. Like, I don't know. Tammy a... Slayton? Oh, Jesus Christ. She brought her wheelchair and her trach tube in here with her five head. No, I think, I think the women that are going to want to do this, for a lot of them, it's going to be a statement. Yeah, they're going to be a bunch of purple hairs. It's like... Oh, for sure. You're going to see a lot of little bitty titty committees and, you know... No, you're going to see some of them sad, fat whale well, tits that everybody hates. You're going to see the, some that are... I mean, I still want to see the them. Knee but well, it's like... Because let's face I'm be it. proud about it. If there, was a, if there was a superb set of tits in this room right now, I mean, I wouldn't even ask her name. I'd probably just feel her up. I don't even care. Well, you'd probably get arrested. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's unwanted touch. That's bad. Well, but... She'd be going with me because I ain't letting go. You can look. You just, you just can't touch. So, what if... The U.S. did that. I'd have a year membership at Roaring Springs with a chair. <laughs> Nobody would be able to get near me. Well, on the other hand, Careful, though, it's sticky right there. Probably the ones who would be the most inclined to indulge in this would be the very ones you wouldn't want to look at. Oh yeah, yeah. yes and no. Exactly. Uh, think about how many how many women put themselves up for porn or OnlyFans or. But that's there's money involved. Well, yeah, but if they're out advertising, well, yeah, I could see that. But I, again, I mean, I don't want to see theirs because they're whores. I, I, well, I like them either way. I want, I want to see, cool. I want, I want to see, a, I want to see a librarian Agreed. where she's just she's discovering herself. I'm pretty she's sure you can find librarians on OnlyFans about her body and porn. <laughs> There's lots of slutty librarians. Well, I mean, but they're like librarians in spirit, not just in <laughs> career. Randy, no. take a cold shower for crying <laughs> out got, loud. She's got she got a real librarian spirit about her yeah. there, butch. You know, the, the kind of girl that Dewey decimals by day, but Dewey's discock by night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Boo! <laughs> I'm going to say, I, th- I feel like you were, you were, you have were you, there. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Tomcats with Jerry O'Connell? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you remember the part with the librarian? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I totally she get takes, it. She takes you home. Oh, what's that? Little secret compartment? It's a little Fifty Shades of Oh My God. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you can watch that on OnlyFans. I, I had I a mother-in-law it. that was a librarian. I want it just for me. <laughs> and, and let me assure you, no. Yeah. <laughs> well... Keep it quiet in here, okay? This is a library, after all. Is it doing it for you? I, you, I want you like a little hard. I, I want to school marm in the streets, and when we get back to the house, I want her to rip my clothes off and, you know, Ugh. twist my nipples until they hurt. Stop it! I will, <laughs> Thank you. I will not stop. Thank you. Thank you. In other news, some <laughs> dirty douchebag has sued Buffalo Wild Wings. Guy by the name of Eamon Halam or Halim, this piece of shit. It's <laughs> he 
is suing Buffalo Wild Wings because the boneless wings aren't really boneless wings. It's just a breaded, like, it's like a chicken nugget. And if people knew that, they wouldn't order them. Correct. No. He wants his money back. The thing is, and if you and don't suffering. know that, you are a retard. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They go ahead and they stitch the wings back up after they debone them. Like, a deboned wing would have nothing. So Bo- Wings are mostly bones. What if, hear me out, what if they took all the meat off the bones, ground them up, and then made chicken nuggets out of them? Guess what? It's going to be the same fucking thing. You know what? You can call them whatever you want to call them. I don't think any. I don't think even Buffalo Wild Wings was trying to claim that they were actually wings. Right. Like you're a piece of shit. Well, yeah. someone I should mean, shoot you. Sorry, we can't on, put we can't put approximation of wing on the menu. That won't yeah. sell. First of all, on that mental retardism, we should probably sue Buffalo Wild Wings because uh, they're not wings from buffaloes. Buffaloes don't have wings. <laughs> and they call their weird French fry sliced. Potatoes, chips, those are chips. Guys, come on. Well, that's debatable. It's the sauce that comes from the buffaloes. Dude, the buffalo, they have some great sauces, though. I want they to do. take. I want to take their Asian zing and make a wrap out of it. Ooh, I, I think it'd be great. I, I wouldn't know. I, I, I've only been to Buffalo Wild Wings like once. Oh, God, I'm going to have to boo you again. Boo! So um, buffalo Wild Wings is not the best place. No. Like, don't get me wrong. It's Wingstop? It's one of those places where... No. The wings are the highlight. If you if you deviate from the wings and try to get something else on their menu, it's it's. But the, you know, I, like but I mean, their wings are okay, but they're small. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Pigeon I wings. actually I went to Wingers this weekend, yeah. and was pleasantly surprised, dude. My my loving girlfriend makes bitchin' knockoff Wingers mm-hmm. at home with the sauce, and it is fucking dynamite. I worked there for a bit. It is. Of course you did. I, I was a horrible employee. <laughs> I was I was a back kitchen prep, and I honestly, I really liked the uh, the tangy wings, and I would just sneak one. Dude, I, I used while. to deliver to a, uh, a Wingers, and I took care of this place like you wouldn't believe. Like, I was, it was one of my favorite accounts. The manager there was a really cool guy, like, went out of my way to make sure they had what they needed. Well, then they decided they wanted to quit, and it didn't come from the local branch. It came from the corporate corporation that owned the franchise in this area, mm-hmm. and like, all right, man, well, you, you got X amount of time left on your contract, so as soon as that's up, you can do whatever you want, but, you know, for now, I got you. Sorry. So I roll in there, and they were complaining that their product they got from us was wet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the fuck it was? <laughs> like, I'm not... An idiot. I'm not going to bring you a bag full of wet towels. Well, they put their towels in the back in this closet on the floor. Hmm. So they got wet when they cleaned the kitchen. The floor. So we get that problem figured out. Then <laughs> they decide that they're quitting because I'm just not giving them the level of service that they deserve. And I'm like, what? Like, I, I kiss this guy's ass. I... I do more for him than no anybody. Kids. Like, this is crazy. Fine, pick it up, quit it, we're done. I go in there, pick everything up. The manager goes, dude, you've been great. Like, I really appreciate you. Anytime you come in here, let me know you're here and I'll hook you up. Like, you don't have to pay for food here. Like, you you did us right the whole time. And I'm like, really? Because your asshole boss just told my crazy Boston boss 
that I'm a piece of shit. Oh, fuck that place. It's not a very good story, but there you go. <laughs> that was the first first place I ever tried to bomb hot sauce. It was pretty good. We had to sign a waiver. Oh, yeah? Because we, we actually had some old people that had some heart palpitations <laughs> and having it. So if you want really good chicken wings, go to the Three Wood down the road here. They're not bad. And the dry rub ones are, yeah. oh, my God. Dude, Domino's actually has pretty damn good wings. Yeah. Really? And they're fair sized. Yeah. They're fair sized. It's hey, surprising. Back in the day, the uh, the the little Caesars ones. We yeah, used, we used to mix up. We little Caesars to, wings were good. We used to put some of the crazy bread butter in there with some Parmesan. Yeah, little Caesars had good wings. The crazy thing is the uh, Frank's buffalo sauce. I hate it. Dude, the thing the thing with Little Caesars though, it all depends on who's running that store. Yeah, I I have. A guy I know that runs the Broadway Little Caesars. His name's Billy. Dude, Shout out to Billy. Billy's store, top notch. I mean, it is. It's a legit good pizza. The fuckwads that run Five Mile and Ustick by my house, fucking awful. <laughs> like we used to know, it is the nastiest pizza you've ever tasted. We used to know the person that ran the one on Five Mile in Overland. Yeah, awesome. Wife brought some home the other night, and I was eating it, and I was like, "What the fuck are we eating? Oh, yeah. This is awful." It was it was bad. They like, can't they can't even cut through the pizza at that one. You go to pick it up, and it tears in half because <laughs> half of it's raw. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It you, you don't have to do it. You just put it in the oven and let it run through. I I can't even eat Little Caesars pizza at this point. No. I no, it just because when I was working there, it was just oh, there's this much pizza left. I guess I better take it home. Like uh, I, I, yeah. I, can, I can still eat the crazy bread. And I'm like the that with Italian Outback. Bread. I can't eat it Outback still. Yeah. You know where you can eat? Plus, it's not Longhorn good. Steakhouse. Longhorn's delightful. Went to Texas Roadhouse on Sunday. They're still good. Texas Roadhouse was good. It's too loud in there because for some reason everybody goes in there and has to scream. Yeah, I don't understand but, that. Like I go in there and I try and have a simple conversation, but I do feel like eventually you're yelling yeah. as well. Just oh, yeah. so you can hear each other. Oh, you yeah. need to bring a notepad so you can write notes and pass <laughs> we, them over. We went in there for one of my birthdays not too long ago. Jay was supposed to come, but he couldn't, thanks Talk to his ex-wife. By the devil. Um, in fact, that was the day Kyle, little Kylander, ate a Carolina Reaper. <laughs> he was <laughs> dying in the parking lot. <laughs> poor guy. I mean, he was... It was right in the middle of COVID, too. It was COVID. Uh, it was hotter than fuck, because it was obviously August. Yeah, he's white as a ghost rolling around on the floor. No, he's out in the parking lot just puking, and he goes and hides behind this tree, right? And he's just hurling. And then this car, he looks over, and there's two people sitting in this car, obviously waiting for their table. He comes back over, and he's like, I don't know if they're going to... Because he's just dripping sweat. He's pale white. Looks like he's dying. We end up getting inside, and the first thing he does is go, I'll have a margarita with an extra shot of tequila, please. Motherfucker, if all damn, he sipped on that son of a bitch and was like, all right, so what are we doing tonight, guys? Dude. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've, I've seen Kyle just destroyed more than once, and then all of a sudden he just gets his second win. He's like, I'm better now. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, you're alive. I thought you died. Uh, I remember the time he... Uh, Stuffed a, they got, I think it was Buffalo Wild Wings. He got like the, the hot hot sauce, the Carolina Reaper <laughs> sauce. Well, Brent was sleeping, yeah. and he fucking stuck the wing in Brent's mouth because he kept telling him like, "Food's here, food's here," and he was he's just, like, 
And so he fucking stuck this wing in his mouth, and Brent was like, oh, okay, and just starts eating, and he gets like two bites in and realizes what he's doing. Poor, poor bastard. The visual on that must have been great. I think oh, yeah. Brent said he went in and was chugging coffee creamer because it's all he yeah, had. But it was expired. <laughs> yeah. that is, but that is, that is still like one of the better outcomes from being passed out and someone sticking meat in your mouth. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, no hands. Yeah. Gross. Um, yeah. No hands. How do you like the hot dog? <laughs> hey, bro, got to say your chin's really comfortable. Thanks. <laughs> Perfect resting place. Gross. So, so you know they have... Everybody knows what getting teabagged is, right? Yes. Well, do you know what the equivalent is to a, uh, like a female teabagging? Clam slapped? Yep. Yeah. Clam trail, or what do they call it? Snail trail. No, it's not snail trail. It's something clam. Clam something. Clam stamped. Clam stamped. I think it is clam stamped. I have heard snail trail, though, from them just. And I was watching this video, and the guy's like. Are you telling me you do that to me every morning? And she's like, yep. And he's all appalled by it. I was like, I'd be pretty thrilled if I woke up to that every morning. I'd, I'd be like those bald guys in the fucking Mad Max movie. Witness me. Death by Snoo Snoo. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got next for us, Big J? All right, next we've got a uber liberal college called Wellesley. Wellesley? Wellesley College. It's an all-women's college. Hillary Clinton went there. All these uppity bitches went there. And now they have made it legal for anyone who identifies as a woman or non-binary to go there. So anyone can go there except for cisgendered males. If you say you're a man, you can't go. You have a cock, say I'm a lady, you can go. What if you are a non-binary person who occasionally identifies as male and occasionally identifies as female? It happens. Look into it. You can't. You have to be all girl all the time. So I could literally be a frat boy type and be like, I want to go party. I'm going to party down. Let me in, bitches. (laughs) No, no. But you could be like, you know what? I got a real bad hangover. Hey, sorry, teach. Feeling like my donor is kind of the thing I should be uh, should be having right now, so I'm just I'm just gonna make sure it's a safe space for women and just stay home today. Yeah, <laughs> what's that? What's yeah? It's looking like tomorrow I'm gonna be a dude too. Sorry, <laughs> bye. Uh, sorry, everybody. Rebecca called in as a man today. She's not gonna be able to make it. Yeah. Of but course. No, I just I just think it's wonderful that we we live in such a jackass time. The best the best women are men every single time. Suck it, ladies. I saw the Drew Barrymore show. She had this, this oh, God. That, that trans whatever. Dylan yeah. Mulane, Mul- yeah, Mulaney. Mulaney. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. And for Women's Month, right, Drew Barrymore had You know who I don't like sometimes? On the show. Me. Let's get on the floor and cry and hug because you're a lunatic. And Drew Barrymore got on her knees and, like, crawled over to him and put... Put, her, put their hands together and was like, "You're so beautiful." I think it's You're funny. So special. I, I've we're we're fetishizing their fetish, which is bizarre mm-hmm. to me. But like, okay, I like big boobs, so uh, I cannot lie. Worship me. <laughs> tell me how great I am for enjoying huge boobies. Everyone, tell me how great I am. Like you, that's insane. There are people who have body dysmorphia where it's their leg. Or their arm. Perfectly functioning. Nothing wrong oh, yeah. with it. 
but for some reason in I, their head it is not real and they have gone so far as to gone to shitty backwater countries oh, yeah. where where some guy with we, a hacksaw We talked about a guy like that did yeah. that last week the the doctor down in Mexico that was Yeah. Doing all kinds of transgender surgeries where he was just basically experimenting. Yeah. And he only got caught because he hacked a dude's fucking leg off yeah, who was, was Dan's he, age. He was just spitting. And the guy died. But but up here we like we get people like, okay, we're gonna get you counseling, we're gonna get you on, you know, clonazepam or whatever it is. I'm sure he can tell us. That will manage- <laughs> Anything that ends with a pan is fucking that, okay with me. That will manage your symptoms and we'll try and get you back on the right track. And then they'll walk into a room across the way like, you're 13, don't want to have a vagina. Let's get that penis cut off. No. Well, for the for the girls, like, hey, uh, we're going to take most of the flesh off your forearm or we're going to turn it into a little uh, a meat roll, I, a little roll of biscuits. I was thinking about this the other day. A fruit by the foot. <laughs> there's There's been a big push to, to quote-unquote ban books, and I don't believe it's banning books. It's basically... <laughs> We don't need these books that are not age appropriate for these kids in schools. And well, I agree with that. It's that's just propaganda. That's, that's the way it should be. Are. And and for some reason though, these teachers can help transition your child. But they can't teach them. Zach, how would you feel if I decided to start coaching Soph into being a man? I'm not a teacher, I'm just a regular guy. No, that's called grooming and that's fucked up. But if you have a teaching certificate that says that you Went to school. You can tell a kid that they're the other gender and everybody fucking high-fives you like you're a god? You're a legal there's groomer. A, there's a flaw in your logic, bro. It seems to me... If I had to, to pick me, a man to teach my daughter how to be a man, <laughs> it'd be you. It, it seems to me that a teacher <laughs> that, that would want to teach that kind of stuff should be acquainted with the concept of the Idaho beatdown. I, I just... I don't understand why... This is why the Department of Education you're, should not exist. You're not Just a doctor. You're not a psychologist. You're a fucking teacher. You don't have any sort of teaching, any sort of education, any sort of background in any medical field whatsoever. You're a purple-haired, all-inclusive, everybody-needs-to-win-all-the-time-because-it's-fair-that-way moron, and you can coach somebody's child into being something that they're not. That's wrong, dude. And And... Like I said, if it's just some, if it's a plumber who's trying to convince your son that he's a girl, you'd lose your fucking mind. But it's a teacher, so it's okay. People, people don't think, and we have we the, us as a society have have somehow made it okay to be mentally ill and act out about it. Oh yeah, mental illness is a currency now. And I, I tell you what, like if if you're 18 years old and you want to do something like that. Knock yourself out, man. Sure. I'll be cool as shit to you. I'm not going to treat you like crap. I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to say anything that I, you know, I'm going to treat you just like anybody else. Well, I'll avoid you, but. But for some reason, that's not good enough. We got to do it younger. And I, I think it's a, a, a true statement as to what actually is going on where people that were involved in the spearhead of this when it really started years ago are changing their mind and coming full circle back and going, yo, don't do this. This is bad. You look across the pond in England, you look all across Europe, and they're going, whoa, what the fuck are we doing? It's fucking these kids up even worse than they already were fucked up. Not here, baby. Stay the course. First world problems, man. All day, every day. I saw one social media page, and it was of a, 
a girl who had transitioned and then detransitioned, and she got so far that there's no going back now. Oh, yeah, you're just a broken human. Where, like, she... Now she just looks like... Imagine, like, a love child of me and Zach. Ooh. That's what she looks like. Handsome. But she's, like, she's in her early 20s. Yeah. And, I don't know, you just... People got to help these kids that are broken. Talk to them. And and I've got kids. I got little kids. And they don't bring that stuff up at all. Nope. Like, that is something that is put in your head. Because I think a lot of these uber-liberal jackasses that are all about this stuff are just waiting for a reason to trans a, trans a kid, to, to do something different, to do something special, because it brings them fucking glory that they're part of the crew. And you know what the groundwork is? The groundwork is parents just giving their kids a tablet. We have free-range kids, and they're stupid. Uh, we were free-range kids when our age when we were kids. But there's a difference. You were free-range kicking each other in the nuts and lighting cherry bombs. Yeah. Well, yes, there's that. <clears throat> These kids are holed up in their room watching YouTube videos that link into another video and another video, and pretty soon they're watching a video on how anybody can be anything at any time at anywhere. And we still had, like, parameters as kids, like streetlights came on, get yeah. home. Yeah, exactly. And porn was bad, which, come to find out, was a total lie. Well, no, it is. <laughs> total lie. <laughs> porn, porn ruins lives. But I just, I don't understand why teachers are allowed to do that. That seems... That seems fucked up. Hold on. Look at the teachers' union, and that's why. That's why. There have been numerous uh, instances over the last few years of them removing several videos because they found out that people were being trafficked. Well, okay, I get that, right? But, Mm -hmm. like, let's go back to, I don't know, Dan's era. Mm -hmm. Porn was porn. It was taboo. Well, Dan actually... Dan actually, I mean, you were born in 50-something? 54. 54, and porn didn't become, like, super prevalent until 70s, right? Yeah, that's about when Hustler and all that came out. But, you know, if you were a kid, you'd be lucky to find an old Playboy that somebody jacked from their dad. You could find, like, an ooh-la-la with, like, a chick wearing, like, you know, bustiers and stuff. But it wasn't until, damn Sears catalog. It wasn't until like yeah, VHS. These kids don't understand the struggle of cranking it to a Sears catalog. <laughs> it wasn't until VHS, which is kind of why porn, uh, porn and VHS kind you of went hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, so or, or something in hand. <laughs> back in, I mean, <laughs> there was a point in time where porn would have just, I mean, porn, it, like you're saying, it just would have been like a Sears catalog, something where you could have seen like just a little bit more thigh than you know oh, yeah. usual. But, but nowadays, guys can all these young guys they uh, they just get to a point where they don't need to try because they can just jerk off, and it fucks with their brains because it teaches them to enjoy watching other people have sex, which turns out isn't necessarily healthy uh, when you're not having sex yourself. Well, so I think, I think it's all is... I think it's all in in the beholder too, right? Like if you can't mentally handle porn, you probably shouldn't watch it. I say get out there and get your dick in someone. Oh, for but, sure. But, but also, for sure. But also, if, and you know what? Whatever you choose, that's your choice. That's you your find a hole and you put your dick yeah. in that hole. If you want to put it in somebody's nostril, go for it. I mean, not my nostril, but whatever. I'm, somebody's I'm, into that, I'm sure. I'd fucking pierce your nostril like one of those Zulu warriors and do it from the side. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck, this really oh. hurts. <laughs> yep, he's got a bone in his nose, that's for sure. <laughs> you nose fucker. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just saying, like, porn's fucking cool. I was and, always suspect of those gauges, you know, they put in their ears, you know, because those things are huge, and I I think there's kinky things that goes on. They're handles. Well, maybe, or maybe it's just another hole, you know. Oh, maybe it's two holes. You get, you get the <laughs> double penetration. <laughs> I heart DP. Boop, boop. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, I derailed this. But, uh, no, I mean, like, the sad part is, obviously, is humanity, he, it, like, humanity's a terrible species like as a whole we are fucking garbage people we don't deserve to exist um and i think a lot of that comes back to there's like a a good portion of people right that are just completely fucking normal per se and would go out of their way to help people would not be fucking one to step on somebody's back but then there's the other half of it where they're just out for whatever reason, and they're going to make everything bad. But I was going to say the the normal and the normal to to shithead ratio is different here than it is in California. Oh, oh yeah. Which is why in California I always felt like I was going to get in a fight every day by the time I got home well, because in California it was flipped because you were the shithead. Yeah, yeah. I you was, weren't the, you weren't the normie. Yeah, I was I was the other one. Well, like the last three years has taught us, just like. Uh, Germany in the 30s and 40s taught us, if you get enough people together thinking the same thing, you can start them off thinking that the sky is just a little different shade of blue, and by the end, you can have them thinking that the sky isn't human and it should be rounded up and put in camps and have its life taken away. Oh, and the sky is a human being. That, that That's an interesting thing. I was listening to Rogan today, and he said... He said we're all susceptible susceptible to mind viruses. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I've believed some crazy shit, but not like you know, not cults, not It's social contagion. That's a lot of it. My well, my dad was talking to uh a county sheriff down in Twin. And he said over the past two months they fished seven bodies out of the canyon. Really? People that took dives off the bridge. Okay. Did you hear anything about that? Nope. You know why? Because shit like that starts a social contagion where people want to do it. Right. People that have been on the brink thinking, well, maybe, well, maybe. <laughs> well, shoot, people are doing it. I, I can be famous and be on the news and take myself out at the same time. So they don't report it. They but, don't bring it up. But they you don't always say hear about, about the, the survivors. You always hear about them because they always say, I knew the second my foot left the bridge that oh, I had you, made a mistake. You don't live if you jump off the bridge and twin. Oh, no, no, no. But there's people. <laughs> the, gate, the golden gate. Yeah. There's, there's, there's oh, been yeah. a couple of people where it's like that one, they were in traction for months, but oh, they yeah. were like the second my foot left solid ground, I was like. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Damn it. Yep. Forgot I could have watched so much more porn. I should have returned those videotapes. <laughs> I should have been kind and rewind. Slat. Like, imagine that, like, you decided to kill yourself, and you're like, boom, I'm going to do it right now, and you didn't think about anything else, and then right as your foot left the bridge, you realized that you left a super ton of, like, risque, bad porn <laughs> open. Like, you forgot to wipe the drive and everything. And like, It doesn't you, matter. Once you're dead, you're dead. I mean... but. People but, want to think whatever they want. Guess what? It doesn't affect you because you're dead. But the, All the, way. the thing that really made you do it was you were looking at a, a picture in a frame of your mother, 
and when you set it down, you set it down right in front of the computer with all the risque porn on it. <laughs> Again, whatever, man. You're done. You're dead. That's yeah, it. unless you're one of the survivors, then you're in traction for well, months okay. while your family's you got, not coming listen, in if... because you looked at porn with your mother's picture. <laughs> this you're is, a monster. This is gonna what be, if? This is going to be probably taken out of context by so many people. <laughs> but the people that do commit suicide, typically the ones that do it and succeed are, are usually the people that you don't hear about having issues. Oh, I guess the, these well, people de- are depression and suicide are two different things. Well, but oh, what yeah. I'm saying is these people have kept it. See, like there was a guy he was friends with uh, Brent and his brother. He drove from here to Twin to jump off the bridge. Oof. Now that's a two-hour drive. I mean, hour and a half if you're speeding. That's a lot of time to really reconsider your your choices. Oh yeah. That's determination. I think that for the people that do it... And see, in my head... They've already made that decision. The survival instinct, it's the two-hour drive isn't to think about, like, my decisions and choices. That's two hours to think about the time down. Like, forget how it's going to end. Like, imagining falling like that, that's a lot of time to to regret just the fact that you just jumped. Oh, yeah. Maybe or maybe not. But I saw uh, there was a study done where it was looking at when people kill themselves. And when would you think people kill themselves? What is Or what is the myth that you've heard, right? Well, probably around Christmas time. Happens more in, like, spring. And do you know why they found that out? Because the people are so depressed in the cold months that they don't even have the energy to kill themselves. Ugh. It's when it gets a little bit nicer out and they feel like maybe there can be an end to this misery that is life. Yikes. That's why I say there's a... Di- they've... they've they're starting to understand that you can be depressed. You can just kind of, things can just kind of suck, but your survival instinct is still strong enough where you're like, okay, I'm going to get up every day just for the, the off chance that, you know, the world's going to not suck tomorrow. But then there's people that are also depressed. And then also just, there's that whatever part of the brain that tells them like, go forward. That part just kind of shuts off or maybe it just wasn't as strong to begin with. So, again, this is going to be somewhat an unpopular topic, but what if you found out you had a certain predetermined time to live? And let's say it was three months. What do you do? Whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) See, you know what, because I'm, and maybe I should look into the legality of this and find out who's going to be left with my debts, (laughs) because... Personally, I would fucking get a few credit cards opened up. All of them would be maxed out. I would be getting loans on things that I know I'm not going to pay for. I mean, that's three months of a sweet-ass Polaris Razor Turbo fucking... I'm going to go jump it and leave it out in the desert. That sounds like a penthouse at the Bellagio (laughs) with cocaine and hookers to me. I mean, this is like I have a brain tumor that's going to pop in three months. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd I'd finish my book, try and get it sold, and then bequeath the the royalties and stuff. I can just see you doing something like that, and then like signing everything over on this day, <laughs> and, and, and then he's fine. Be like, uh, hey, Mister Randy, uh, this is Doctor Johnson. Uh, I just want to let you know that we read your results wrong. Uh, it was just gas, <laughs> so you're gonna be good. <laughs> that, that's fine though, because it would only be in the event of my death. And I would immediately take certain people's <laughs> names off of it so they don't try and kill me. Oh, I just think, um, you know, with certain things that are going on in my life right now, there's there's things you could question like that. 
what would you do? Like, what if you found that out? I mean, honestly, I don't think I would, I don't think I could sit around and, and be like miserable and sad. Like it's going to suck. And I what? feel bad for the people that got to deal with it afterwards. I do but... like Randy just said, I, you know, get your affairs in order, get stuff signed out, put stuff into living trust so the government can't fuck everybody raw. Then I would settle some scores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Remember the killdozer? A... <laughs> Very similar to killdozer. <laughs> Protect the radiator and don't drive over basements. What about the dildozer? Well, that's a lot different. Yeah, but is he, is, is he coming out too? <laughs> Hydraulic jack. I mean, I, I could imagine that if you're you're on your way out and you're a single dude, you're going to figure out some sexual fantasies to explore. So I can give it a try, see what happens. And no, I don't mean anal butt stuff, Jesus, Jared. God, get your mind out of the That's gutter. What I was thinking. I was like, Zach's going to get pegged. What yeah, I would, but I, I, would, I would immediately quit my job and then probably, I mean, the credit cards and stuff is nice, but it might take too long. I would probably just try and knock over some banks uh, and then go. I don't think you commit crimes per se because you don't want to. You don't want to spend like, a real last... bummer like one day in sitting in jail the rest of the time. Well, yeah. this is this is kind of a well doing either... butt stuff. Well, I'm having sex one way or another is the gist I'm getting at. Because I would I would immediately try and knock over a bank, say I come away with a few thousand, and I would just basically be like, hmm. I'm just gonna hightail it to the Bunny Ranch. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and go to like a place like either L.A. or New York, where like they have or Las Vegas like Las Vegas, Las Vegas, where they have like some primo like call girl service where like you pay thousands. Do it. Yeah, but you only got 2,000. I don't think you're getting much, bud. Uh, 2,000. I, I think can for get... two grand you can probably get some pretty good tail. Yeah. In like, Las Vegas, for sure. Model quality. In New York, yeah. You know what would happen to you though, Randy, just mm. with your luck? What? They'd be like, Mr. Randy, you've you got three months to live. You'd be like, fuck it. Then you'd win the lottery. And some like gorgeous woman would be like, "Randy, do you remember me? We used to work together at Little Caesars." Like, I want to have your I always babies. wanted to ask you out, and you start dating, and life is wonderful, and then you die. <laughs> that's actually, I mean, that's better than me just spending the next thirty years like this. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, that, like, no, that's that's <laughs> that's. That's your crazy luck, though. He's like, just he's all three months of bliss or yeah. uh, 30 years of this. Just just <laughs> like the army, like, sweet, things are going my way. I finished in time. My leg hurts a little bit. They're like, oh, you're fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah. just the odds, the odds. Just like every other thing in just my like life. Just like the Hunger Games. May the odds ever <laughs> fuck you in the ass, Randy. I love you. <laughs> and, and you know what the worst part is? Like I was talking about, I have such a strong survival instinct that I can't just check out. I can't just be like my dad and be like, yeah, I'm just going to put a bullet in my head. I'm like, nope. Nope. Just keep just I'm going to drag walking. everybody down to my level, you cocksuckers. Pretty much. <laughs> I like, just picture the wedding singer when he's just jamming that song. Somebody and he's like, kill me, please. Put a bullet in my head. Pretty, pretty, please. <laughs> uh. So let's go back to our news stories. Um, on the Buffalo Wild Wings story, another guy is suing Texas Pete Hot Sauce. Jackass. Because he found out it is not, in fact, from Texas. It's actually from the Carolinas. He should be allowed to shoot somebody like that. I kind of think that so. That should be a capital offense. If you're suing for something that's just dumb. Now, if Texas Pete said, 
Made in Texas, born in Texas, 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 Texas. Okay. Maybe you've got a leg to stand on. But if you're just going, well, how can I make some money? Is that salsa from New York City? That's Pace is made in Texas. Like, fuck off. What if you found out Pace wasn't made in Texas? That's probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Uh, Yeah, so I'm just thinking, we we should come up with... uh, an idea here. Who are we going to sue? Yeah, who are we going <laughs> to sue? God. <laughs> you know, I don't know that anybody's actually sued God. I wonder what you could get out of it. I think we should sue Joe Biden for uh, not taking showers with me. Misrepresenting the MAGA Republicans <laughs> by saying that they wanted to defund the police. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things I've heard that Emperor Poopy Pants say. In quite a while. Emperor Poopy Pence? He said that the MAGA Republicans wanted to fund the police, and I was just like, wait, what? That was you. Yeah. That was you and everyone with you. Remember? Yeah, now, did he say defund or defun? He said... Like, we, we wanted to take away... <laughs> We're going like, to take away their log ride. Their sparklers. <laughs> no more no more ice cream. And their balloon animals. <laughs> but do they no get more to fun for you, tasers? officer. Well, yeah. get to well, those are fun for everyone. Yeah, especially if they're standing in a puddle of water, <laughs> tasing people all day. I, I so I watch a lot of cops, and, and actually I've been on a lot of the uh, code code blue cam. Code blue cam's fun. Uh, fantastic! If you get a chance, check them out. Give them a like. Give them subscribe. Ring that bell for notifications. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you see the one the other day with the kids in Florida? Yes, the, where the kid got let out of the cop car on the beach. There's a big fight. Spring break. They arrest this kid, put him in the cop car, and this I'm kid coming goes, back for you. This kid goes to the other side of the car and just opens. No, the door. it was the same side. No, he went in one side. Oh. And the kid went. They were on the other no, side. They, they let, opened it. They let him. So the cop was standing there. The cop walked away. Yeah. And the kid kind of like waved like he was going to do it, and then just grabbed the handle and opened it. Yeah. Just cracked it. Right. Dude, this kid hit the sand <laughs> running like a banshee. Hand, was he hand, oh yeah. Yeah. And he is just, oh, yeah. yeah, and he is just fucking and hauling ass. Everybody's running behind him, super jacked up on the moment, and they eventually caught him and arrested him. And then the kid that opened the kid that opened the door, a TikTok goes viral for this happening. The kid that opens the door goes, I'm the one that opened the door, I'm gonna be famous. Yeah, they found him and arrested him. <laughs> a day later. Like, way to be jackass. And it was funny because he's like sitting there screaming, "Go, call my mom, yeah. call my mom." His mom's like, "I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> he's he was a, a good kid until he started hanging out with those kids. Now he's a piece of shit." <laughs> She's like, "I'm really sorry. He wasted your time." It was awesome. That's another thing that's problematic is how desperately people want to be famous, famous or notorious or. Some of these TikTok things are just... I I think I told you guys last week, like, every single person that gets arrested now starts screaming, I can't breathe. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's the battle cry of the morons. And it's not just black people. it's it's everyone. It's everybody. Everybody. All races. Everybody is now saying, I can't breathe. They should be screaming, I like fentanyl. (laughs) (laughs) I overdosed myself and died on the ground because of my actions, not because of what the cop did. Oh, I can't breathe. I asked to be taken out of the cop car and put on the ground. Yeah. Ignore all the pills I spit out in the back of the cop car. They didn't exist. Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> These ain't my pants. <laughs> These are my pants. <laughs> I So, again, I watch a lot of cops, 
And I gotta say, some of my most favorable moments are the tase moments. Oh yeah, because you got somebody running just full speed, and they get a taser to the back, and it's just like laid out flat. I love when the <laughs> when the tases fail. There was one where it was a bigger black dude. He was smoking a cigarette. No, the shirt. taser didn't fail. It was tasing him. He just withstood it. And literally in the midst of this, he points at his girl and he's like, and yo, next. I'm going to kill you, bitch. <laughs> he's like, and the cop's just like, fuck <laughs> me. He's got a cigarette. Like, it looks like a blunt. He's just chiefing on it. Well, he, and you can see his muscles just going. And he's like. That's. I watched one like that the other day. They tase this dude, and he just looks at him. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, his monkey brain is running. He's not a human anymore. He's gone full animal mode. Then they, like, he had a, uh, he was either a knife or a gun, I can't remember which, and the cops just unloaded. They shot him like 17 or 18 times, and he didn't go down. He I just, saw that guy. He just yeah. stood there like, what are you going to do now? And I was like, oh, God, he's a robot. <laughs> yeah, when someone asks you why it's you need 30 rounds in your magazine, that's why. And then, and then obviously, he eventually bled out to the point where he just fell over and died. But Oh, uh, poor guy. People don't seem to understand. Like, if you're that jacked up on whatever the fuck you're that jacked up on, like, seriously, like, your human brain shuts mm-hmm. off, your animal brain kicks on, and you just turn into an unstoppable yeah. monster. You turn into an ape. Most people, when they get shot, the reason that they go down isn't because... It's not like in the movies where it looks like they just immediately... You don't just immediately die. It's like when you get hit by a fist in your face. Yeah. There are some places where you get hit and your brain just goes, Nope, we're going to shut down for now until things are better. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> your brain thinks that you're in I've a situation... Wounded. Yeah. Your brain... It's, it's like being in a car crash. If you're in a car crash drunk... You have a higher likelihood to survive because what? your body just kind of soaks up. The see, damage. I told you guys I drink and you, drive for a reason. You, <laughs> you see those videos where they one tap somebody, mm-hmm. and like when you see somebody's lights get turned off for the last time, like there's no if ands or buts. That crumple and the way they just plop, like yeah, you're off. There's something about it too that just gives you the willies. Well, yeah, it's it's total like. It's almost like you can see their spirit just left their body. Like, that's an empty shell of a person. Oh, yeah. My favorite one like that, there was a riot in a prison. And these dudes had taken their toothbrushes and sharpened them. And they took one of the guards and came up behind him. And they called that a shank. And they start stabbing him in the back and stabbing him in the butt. And then they grab this guy and they haul him up the stairs to the second level. And, dude, here comes the riot cops, man. There's like five or six of them just lined out. They've got their shields. They're ready to kick ass and take names. And the guy in the back, he's holding a shield in one hand, pulls up his pistol, and just goes whap, and just one taps him, and he drops dead. I was like, oh, fuck. That guy shot you walking one handed uphill. Like, Behind that's, a shield. that's a good shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think, uh, at least here in Idaho, you had to get certified for 40 yards with handgun, and I think. 80 yards with the shotgun with the slugs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of, uh, I do still have less than lethal rounds we can shoot at Brent. 
the Kush I think balls. we should vote. Who's in for shooting at Brent with Kush balls? Kush balls. Everybody. The motion passes. Sure. Brent, you will be shot next week. I, I want it to be known that I didn't vote, but I will definitely look Everyone at the Everyone voted. Right? I will, I will look at the Everybody voted. I will there watch the footage. Hands. It was unanimous. There was no. four hands raised in the room. <laughs> I will not be implicated when you Brandon Lee Brent. Uh, no, so I do have, like... I, why do I have them? Because mm-hmm. the guy said, these are cush balls in a 12-gauge. And I went, I'll take three boxes, please. <laughs> like, that's pretty – because it's a clear shell, and they're bright orange cush oh, yeah. balls. You yeah, see it coming at you, is it? I don't know if you're going to see it coming, but uh, – Maybe not. Boy, it's going to – I imagine it's going to sting Probably. a little bit. A little bit. Uh, did you guys hear – that they're bringing or they're attempting to try and bring back the firing squad. Yeah, I heard in that. In Idaho. And do you understand the reason behind it? Cuz it's awesome. Well, yes. <laughs> but it's it's because they can't get the drugs to do the the lethal injection. I think if you're on death row and it's because you've murdered somebody, you should have to be murdered the same way that you murdered the person. Yeah. But what if he was innocent, Jerry? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get a nuclear bomb. <laughs> You're going to have to set off a nuclear bomb to kill me. Unless they just say, you know, like a thousand x-rays and once is good enough and they'd kill me that way. That mm. would, that'd be lame. Mm. I am intrigued to follow this and see if it actually goes through because there's very few states that do anything but lethal injection anymore. It's very true. I'd be more intrigued to see the people that volunteer to do it or who, how they get people to do it. Right. Yeah. How do you get signed up for the squad? Because, interesting enough, um, like in, I guess you'd say medieval times or, or whatever, uh, older times, probably when Dan was younger, but, um, you know, people wanted to know how you became the executioner when they did, like, public executions and stuff. And, interesting enough, most public executioners were actual prisoners that were given the choice to either be executed or be the executioner. And they were kind of ostracized out of town. Like that's, they got to live next to the latrines and the sewers. And uh, most of them were also branded like on the face so that you knew who they were and that they were the executioner, but you knew that they were kind of a, a shitty person. Which brings us right back to how would they choose people for the firing squad? Right. And supposedly in the the military firing squads is there's always one guy that had a blank, so you could always think, well, it plausible was made. deniability. <laughs> yeah, well, not necessarily get... plausible deniability, but but no, I mean for the guy's own like mental state, he right. could tell himself, I wasn't the one that actually yeah, did it. I had the blank, yeah. even though they don't know. Yeah, because I mean that would be a pretty trying deal to, you know, have to go and execute somebody. To yeah. a point. To be- a point. Because the injections are pretty, are pretty uh, well detached, or they're they're kind of violent too. I mean, when you think about it, most of the guys kind of convulse and foam out of the mouth, and well, many I mean, deaths are not real pleasant to watch. Right, but I don't, I don't know. I think that. It, you get a bullet, yeah, you're going to see some blood, but it's going to take a minute, right? Like, it's not just going to be squirting out. Depends. I mean, honestly, if if I was given a choice, like, they're like, okay, we're going to kill you, and they gave me a choice, I'm going to ask to be dropped off on that one island with the cannibals that we never talked to. We only ever take footage from, like, a helicopter. Do you guys know about them? North Sentinel Island. Yes. Drop me off there. 
Are you going to see how long you can survive? Yeah. Maybe I become God of the Village. And, I mean, theoretically, I think it would also depend on your crime and who, you know, let's say you committed murder, who'd you murder, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, there's a lot of pedophiles that don't really get deserve to get that chance. Um, because let's say you're on that island and, and for some odd reason you survive and kill everybody on the island and... A, make it your own island, or B, find your way back to civilization. I think you kind of earned your way out, right? Like, you earned your oh yeah, your free no. badge. No. Rape, rapist, pedophiles, no. They just, they just, uh, what's the one I, the one I uh, saw a long time ago, it was basically take like a, a railroad spike, drive it through their genitalia into a chair, which is also bolted to the ground, uh, and then set, put them in like an industrial building, and then set set the building on fire, which as much as you can in an industrial building, enough that if they don't get out, they will die from either smoke inhalation or fire, and then give them like a rusted feces-covered like hacksaw to either hack off their own genitalia or just sit there and die from the fire. That seems... Uh... It seems like it would be expensive, and I don't really want to put my taxes to that. I'm okay with just a bullet. Yeah, I mean, you, it you, seems a lot more of... efficient. You're gonna eventually, you're gonna run out of industrial buildings. Well, I'll tell you what, if you just give me fifty cents for the cost of like a like a good caliber bullet, give me fifty cents for every pedophile, and I'll just do the job. I'll just choke them out. That you know, and that's another thing that's a really disturbing thing to me is this. There's a trend now to instead of calling them pedophiles, this minor attracted Maps. persons. Maps, yeah. That's a that's a dangerous. Yeah, it's fucking weird. That's a dangerous. And, and that's la- a slippery slope. They're thing. latching themselves on to the LGBTQ plus IA. Um, M. I can't remember. There was something else. Uh, the alphabet mafia. Yeah. <laughs> it's not At least very... we got our rainbows back. That's all I'm saying. But there's used trying, to be the rainbow mafia, but like they're latching on to that and say it's a preference. Well, I, I might pre- have I prefer a, you chug bleach. Yeah, I I might have a preference to beat their ass with a baseball bat. So, you know, just a baseball bat though. Well, spikes run through it. <laughs> that's that's my damn. Now, what I would There's... like to do is I would like to put them on a table with a mirror in front of them, right, and then sever all of their nerve connections so that they can't feel pain, and then proceed to like dismember their corpse or dismember their body in front of them while they're still alive. Randy, so they, you, they can see do, everything. Do you lay yes. awake at night thinking of this shit? Uh, well, sometimes when I think about my think own he, trauma. I think he dreams it. Like, goes to sleep. You know, we count sheep and Randy's all... <sighs> well, I, I'm, I'm a creative, so I've, I've, I've done a lot of stuff, written a lot of, you know... I don't, I don't write hugs and kisses type stuff. You could be creative and write hugs and kisses type stuff. Well, no, but I'm saying I'm not a hugs and kisses type person. Except my well, bo- my book is a romance, so yeah. Kind of seems like does it involve pegging? <laughs> no, it does not involve pegging. Yet, okay. All right. yet <laughs> that might get written in the second. Yeah, he's going to be thinking about it now. He's going to be writing. Zach is not a character in my book. Yeah, oh, come on, give us that hey, smile. Don't don't fucking judge what you haven't tried. Okay, we'll never try. I don't know. Never say never, I guess. No. <laughs> never. If she was a 10. If if she wants to put rich. something in my butt, that takes her down to a 5. No, no, no. But she's Wait, rich. rich. Rich? How rich? Like, Oprah rich. Is she faithful? Yeah. 
Like, honestly, at the end of the day, the biggest thing to me is because, like, the biggest thing to me would just be faithfulness. Just loyalty. Just loyalty to me. Gay <laughs> doesn't sound doesn't sound very gay to me. Sounds pretty wholesome. Oh, it doesn't sound happy to you? <laughs> Interesting. Uh no, but so so she's rich. She's hot? Oh, she's ten. She could be probably an eleven. Okay, wait, wait, Oprah you, Rich. When you say ten, like you gotta you gotta throw okay. Your ten. Whatever you think is a ten. So wait, if it was Sarah back during the Chuck days? Yeah. Would I oh, fuck yeah. She's rich. And, yeah, okay. One time. Yeah, okay. One, no, yes. it's no. No. It, once you once you go pegging. No, then no. It's off the table. You're going to you're going to like I mean, it's not every time, right? Like maybe it's like once or twice a month cuz she's like I'm feeling it and okay, you're like fuck for, it. For her birthday, she can peg me. That's it. <laughs> her birthday and your birthday. Definitely it's, it's, not my birthday. It's birthday tradition now. And Christmas. Thanksgiving too. Oh, definitely St. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Okay, I mean you stuff the turkey at but, Thanksgiving. <laughs> but yeah, okay, fine, but, <laughs> fine. My birthday, her birthday, and Thanksgiving. But she has to immediately ton punch my fart box after to make me feel better about it. Well, yeah, that's gonna happen. Okay, she's probably gonna spit she, a big gentleman's old... gentleman's agreement. <laughs> she's gonna spit right. a big old loogie Yvonne into Stukowski your over here. <laughs> And don't forget St. Valentine's Day. I mean, come on, come on. No, I think we give him St. Valentine's Day for his. But honestly, at this point, he's got it so much, he's just going to be like, yeah, stick it in. Yeah, he'd be getting to like it. No, I would not. I don't know. Those thick ropes are no longer for Jesus, bud. Uh, my They're hemor- for your rich tin. Come on, man. My hemorrhoid hurts when I wipe my ass. You Maybe think, this you cures think a phallus is going to make it feel what good? If, what if they said it cures your hemorrhoids? Oh, yeah. If it cures my hemorrhoid? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That'll get us an email, a bunch of people saying, I've got okay. the cure for Randy's hammer. And, and, and the, the, the strap-on only gets to be as big as my dick. Oh. She only gets to do to me what I do to her. What the fuck was that sound for, Jared? <laughs> you don't know me well enough to do that fucking sound. <laughs> well, I can say that sound was fitting for all of us. You've only seen it in the middle of winter. Randy, I saw it in the middle of fucking summer, fall. Back in the day, you had no qualms about pulling your ween out and flashing her around, bud. That's right, because I'm proud of what I got. I, I, it's a hey. little. It's might be. It might be a little slice, but it's a slice of heaven still. <laughs> That's right. It's got a nice shape and decent thickness too. Oh, Not fuck. to mention, it's attached to this guy. <laughs> the guy that just came up with two of the most brutal, like Randy for U.S. Senate. <laughs> for which state though all of them <laughs> i a, am now I'm a, a senator I'm, in all 50 states i'm a multitasker you. hey i'd still probably do a better job than most of these fucks this is this is entirely possible what if <laughs> randy was senator of all 50 states i don't know i'm thinking he might straighten a lot of shit out well okay let's let's say what if what if one of us was president? Let's go around the table. Dan? Let me count the ways. We'd start by going back to the Constitution. Yeah. Immediately. Pull the armies home, shut down a bunch of bases. Yep. 
the federal government is meant to dictate, or not dictate, but meant to <laughs> facilitate. Kinda, hold on, I kind of liked where you're going with this. Meant to because it's kind of what it feels like trade between the states, right? So that the the states aren't able to mistreat each other. They are there to facilitate trade between the states and other countries abroad. Right, and they are there to make sure that travel between the states is free and not uh, skewed towards one state. Which That's, means that if I were president, I'd last for about twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. But goddamn, your signing hand would be fucking beefy. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, <laughs> I need an ice bucket. The CIA—they're no longer getting you custom pins, sir. You're getting Bic to send over crates. The CIA would put something in your water pretty quick. But that's twelve hours of, and then what if he signed an executive order that no executive order could overrun your executive orders, and that there would be no more executive <laughs> orders, and all previous ones are null and void? Like, what if? What if? Like I said, about I would sign hours. that with a big pen. I would too. Some of their big pens are fantastic. I'd know. I'd use one of those cheap, clear ones. <laughs> and if <laughs> the prison pens if, that are flexible, if Jared was president. Every state would be a flyover state. <laughs> There'd be nothing but farms for everyone. <laughs> Teach you all to survive. You get a farm, and you get a farm. I'm okay with that. Do we get tractors with our farms? Yeah, of course. Sweet. Not John Deere's, though. No. Of course. Okay, good. thought you were going to ruin our dream here, but uh, you kept it alive. What if, what if we made all of the outside states farms, and like all of the bottom states could farm and sell their shit to Mexico? All of the upper states could farm and sell their shit to Canada. All of the outside states could farm and you know sell their stuff to people that like sail on the ocean and shit. But we make all the Midwest states. We make them stop being farmers. We make them build a great big uh, amusement park that we all go play on. <laughs> what, what the fuck? I don't know. So, so we don't get to eat, but goddamn, we're gonna we're gonna have fucking fun. Yeah, it is a, a theme park, fucking eight states wide. Yeah. You will subsist off nothing but cotton candy. It's the cheery version of Eat the Bugs. Well, eat the bugs. Yeah. Klaus Schwab wants you to eat the bugs. Who the fuck is Klaus Schwab? He's part of the World Economic Forum douchebags. That name sounds awful. He's giving Chuck Schwab a fucking run for his money. He's one of the wizards behind the curtain. I'm the wizard behind the curtain. He's rich, so he matters. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Unlike the Rothschilds, who technically don't really have any money anymore, but they still have all the power. What about the Fairchilds? Uh, they have Morgan, and she is still pretty smoking hot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's up there. As always, guys, it's been fun. It's been real. What if this was real fun? Hmm? Yeah. Hey. I yeah. want to send you guys out with a little... Uh, Note to stay safe. Uh, I had a thief steal the tires off my vehicle last night. For real? Really? I'm tireless, tirelessly looking for them. Boo! <laughs> I knew you were going to boo that one. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. Hermaphrodite penis.